and ghouls. Hello, welcome back to Nope, I'm Scared. We're a, a spooky, spooky podcast. podcast. Yeah. yeah. My name's Ella. And I'm Alexa. And we it's still it. Scorpio season. We have to announce it's Scorpio season every time it's Scorpio season because Alexa <laughs> hey, is thriving. No one else cares about Scorpios, so like, and I feel like we get shit on a lot because we're not Leos. Or, I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> People don't like the water signs in general, yeah, which makes general. no sense to me. But, like, come on. All, all the time, like, every time on those TikTok apps, all I get, I watch them, and it, like, it sends me to, it's like, and Scorpio, death, evil, serial killer, you're the murderer in a horror movie. <laughs> and it's like, you have clearly misunderstood Scorpios. <laughs> No, you'd be the one to solve the murder. You could do a murder if you wanted to. Or but I'd be the one that died because choice. I was so busy trying to keep everyone else the fuck alive. <laughs> nah, that's not me. I'll leave you there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you have said that. I'm like, no. Uh, wait, we have to go back for Jason. Fuck Jason. Jason's He's dead. dead. <laughs> but it's Jason. If you want to go back, that's your fucking choice. Like, <laughs> you know, we pro-choice in this podcast, but you know what? I'm gonna keep walking down the highway to the phone booth that's outside the diner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, to sum up, it is still Scorpio season. Yeah, for a little bit. Alexa's birthday's at the end of Scorpio season, so literally we're the there. end of Scorpio season. Yeah, I'm a cuss baby, but yet still a triple Scorpio. Catch me. And I think I'm like a, and I think the other, I have You're like also, also triple Sag, aren't you? Either triple or quad Sag. I cannot remember. <laughs> Are you looking at my chart? <laughs> Are we on. getting confirmation? We're getting information. <laughs> Let's see here. Yeah, I have four in Sagittarius and three in Scorpio. Truly the cuss baby. Truly the cuss baby. Because, yeah, my moon, Mercury, and sun are all in Scorpio, but my Pluto, Jupiter, Venus, and Mars are in Sagittarius. <laughs> Very evenly divided. Yeah, and a lot of the 10th and 11th house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Any other We have news, though, I think. Yeah, we have to talk about the the Travis Scott concert disaster. I vaguely heard about that. I don't... I still yeah. don't understand how shit like that happens. I... I Well, okay, so, like, I didn't know a ton because I'm not a fan of Travis Scott. He's fine. Like, in terms of, like, his music, it was, like, he's fine and he's just not my cup of tea in terms of music. So, like, I don't listen to it. And, like, all, like, all I knew is that he had an album from 2017 that my ex really liked and that he was had a baby with Kylie Jenner. Like, that's all I knew about this man. <laughs> but TikTok has decided to tell me everything about this event. Um, and now you and are so, forced to learn. Well, I mean, me and Josh, I'll get to it, but me and Josh have been talking about it too. So if you don't know who Travis Scott is or what we're talking about, because we do have people listening it to us at all different age ranges. So and Travis all over Scott, the place. 
and also all over the place. Travis Scott is a rapper. Um, I don't know how old he is. I would assume he's maybe my age, probably younger than me, and I'm gonna be twenty six. Um, let, let me let me Google while you're talking. I'll see his age. Okay, and so Travis Scott's a rapper, and so from what I have seen on TikTok, be it this is like and Twitter, like it seems he's that thirty Travis, years old. He was born in ninety one. I'm sorry, he's... Th- Can you look up how old Kylie Jenner is? Mm-hmm. He's 30 years old. Yes. Why are you not telling me how old Kylie Jenner is? This did feels she, did like she flawed like, logic. Did she petition She's Google 24. to not tell... Why does she always date these men that are so much older than her? I mean, six years is not that much, but like considering the fact that she dated Tyga when... She was still, like, I think 16. Yeah, 16. And he was, like, 25 or something. I don't remember. Anyway. (laughs) Um, anyway. So he's a rapper. He is now with Kylie Jenner, and they have a baby. I don't know exactly everything about their babies, too. No. They have two. Is she pregnant again? Why do you know more about Kylie Jenner than I do? (laughs) I'm talking to Josh in case yeah, no, no one's I, getting I this situation. <laughs> but, like, you can see me talking to the other side of the screen. Yeah, they, they have no <laughs> idea. They cannot. just think you're talking into thin air. She's got a, a Stormy. I'm sorry, what? Articles about the event said... That she's pregnant? Okay. Both kids are his. Well, I knew the other kid was his, but I didn't know if they were... Anyway, we're not super big pop culture podcast obvi um but so from what i have read and heard it seems that travis scott likes to kind of have crazy crowds i don't know uh it seems like his fans have a very bad reputation for being too hard and like in terms of like fighting mosh pity and whatever yeah and it seems like he's that kind of guy that it, it's from what it sounds like, it seems like he enjoys that things kind of go crazy at his concerts. Um, speaking fully on just what I have been able to see and what I've heard other people talk about, which I mean, honestly, if you just jump on TikTok and search this thing, you're going to find a lot of people who have so like many. past tweets, past concert displays past videos all the evidence past tweets and comments whatever and like it's so it seems like he enjoys that he's got a rowdy group around him and so um what ended up happening is that there were way too many people and even in a very packed stadium which was i believe outside i'm checking my reference of the man who apparently knows all about this (laughs) Um, more people even, like, stormed a barricade, came in more, jumped over police and security to get more people into this already packed thing. And ended up being... so safe right now. Uh, it ended up being people got trampled and also had heart attacks. And it was, um, like, I didn't know there were heart attacks. 
like yeah eight people were said to have died that like day and now i believe three more have died from complications to whatever happened to them what during the their fuck how does that and happen? one of them included a 10 year old boy how d- how does something that get that out of control from what it seems is that there did not properly uh employ like staff for this because it was a two-day festival concert event and they had like thousands of people there and it seems like they had like 500 security like that's not enough no it's it's not enough people to handle that many people Mm -hmm. especially if you want to go off of the knowledge that maybe travis scott's fans are a little bit more rowdy than other ones yeah if you have that previous knowledge going into this utilize it yeah so what but what's everyone's mad about is that this was all happening mid-show where people were pushing towards the stage and trampling over people to the point that like groups of people were chanting stop the show a girl climbed up onto the stage to talk to the cameraman because this was also getting recorded for Apple TV and told him, oh, people shit. are dead. Stop the show. Um, and like everyone. So if you go on anywhere, people are either very mad at Travis Scott or defending Travis Scott. And I'm kind of on this place like, I don't know him. I don't know if this is his thing. I would I'm always kind of that person that wants to try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but at the end of the day, the same way I was with the Alec Baldwin situation, this is your name, this is your concert, and these are your fans. You are in charge of what happens mm-hmm. to people there. Um and so even if he didn't know the whole time, which is kind of lame to me already because someone made it up onto the stage. You can see And what people have been doing is posting video after video after video showing different bands, largely metal bands, who have stopped shows because they've seen women getting groped, assaulted, because a mosh pit has gotten too out of hand. Fucking Like I saw a Linkin Park one that like full on stopped the show to teach the crowd that if someone falls down, you pick them back up. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, made them, like, all chant it for, like, a minute before they started going back again. I've seen Billy Joel Armstrong from Green Day straight up head dive into the crowd Mm -hmm. because some dude was being a a jerk to a woman there. Yep. Fucking always respect for metal bands. There are so many good ones out there who are always defending people. And they're the ones that know their shows get rowdy, too, and they're like, okay, we know how to put a stop to this kind of thing. Well, I mean, this is another case of you learning something about Josh. Josh has mosh pitted frequently before. And so he also knows the rules (laughs) of a mosh pit. I know. I don't remember when he did this, but he's been in a mosh pit before (laughs) and, like, knows that if someone falls, you pick them back up. And there's so many people talking about the fact that, like, in all these alt concerts or metal concerts or rock concerts... People will, like, the crowd will push people out that are being too rough. Yeah. And so... I mean, that was like, kind of happening when we saw Paramore, too, on the floor. Like, it was getting kind of rowdy down there, and it all calmed down. 
I don't remember that. I was too busy watching the, music, the amazing goddess that is Haley Williams. So. It was when you went out to go get the t-shirts. And oh, they were okay. doing uh, misery business. Fuck, I can't think of it right now. Yep. Misery business, yeah. Is it? Okay, sure. cool. I got it. That's the name. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't have seen that. But, so, one, whoever was in charge of, like, executing this concert didn't do a good enough job. No, and clearly. And definitely the fans that were trying to do something, like, I mean, that's that's all you can do. Other mm-hmm. people being crazy, like, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, you also put yourself in danger in that situation because you don't know what other people are going to do. Yeah, but, like, the, like, people have been showing pictures of the, like, emergency exit routes, and they're way too small for a group of that size to be able to actually safely get out. Um, there was an ambulance and police cars trying to get in to assess the situation, and people climbed on the the emergency vehicles oh, and started Jesus dancing Christ. on them. And then people are getting mad at Kylie Jenner because she t- posted a picture of the ambulance and, like, maybe that was before she knew it was happening, but I guess she didn't take it down. I don't know. I don't follow Kylie oh, Jenner. This is a headache. But, and then, like, people are saying, like, Travis Scott, like, you can see, like, it seems like you can see him look at people in the, in the, uh... Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> nobody brought that up yet. Like, people, you can, there's a video of him looking down at what's happening back up to, like, the ambulance, back down, and he's, like, still singing during this whole thing. Like, he doesn't say anything until, like, the cops basically come in and make him. <sighs> of course. Yeah, no, this is a mess. I'm just looking at pictures right now. I actually haven't looked at pictures because I don't want to know. I did see the 10-year-old boy's face who is no longer here and that's devastating and like then everyone started to do the well which who what parent lets their kid go to this thing and I didn't know this but like Travis Scott has been like partnered with Fortnite for a while so Mm -hmm. he's been like I did know that and also and I guess he's also been doing brand deals with like Reese's Puffs and other things that are very targeted towards younger kids. But like, even if he wasn't doing all that stuff, like he's he's a popular person right now on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so kids he's are gonna know who he is and like want to go see him. I don't know that I would have let my kid go to this place, but I'm not trying to blame the parents because yeah, for sure. Who, who expects this to happen? You would assume like, this is something that know. was better under control. Well, I mean, like, obviously we've seen a lot of concerts and stuff go crazy in the last few years, usually with revolving around, like, a mass shooting situation. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're still not going to expect that. Like, people have show- proven that, like, you never think that you're going to be in it until you're in it. Yep. Like, so, like... You know, I don't know. Maybe the parents were just like, you know, it'll be fun for him to go to a concert that he wants to go to. Because I know I went to a lot of concerts that were mostly what my mom wanted to see, which is fine. I also liked them. But, like, I think the first real concert that I went to see that was, like, solely for me was probably when we went to see... Before Stagecoach, we went to see... (laughs) 
someone in LA Live. Oh, we saw. <laughs> oh con- my god. It's not Luke Bryan. No? I saw him at Stagecoach. Brett Young? But Brett yeah, Young! Yeah, we got there. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Brett Young. We, we loved your show. You, you were did great. A, um, you did a anyway. good show. We got there. So I think that was probably probably the first one. And then, like, Paramore, but Mom bought that for you, and I just got to go. I mean, it was my birthday present, but it was for both of us. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, and it doesn't seem, and whatever, the biggest thing is that people are mad at Travis Scott because it doesn't seem like he took full responsibility of the situation, nor did it seem like he was really that apologetic about it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I don't follow him, I haven't seen him talk about it, I don't know if he's actually made a video or if he just posted like a picture saying, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." I think he did make whatever. a video, but I don't know what it is. I think someone said it was like maybe a live and it was like he used a black and white filter to make him look like he was more sad, but like the the internet's going to get mad if, if the internet wants to get mad. It's the internet. So that's it. So like that's my only thing. Um, is like, I don't want to be putting words in his mouth. Like, maybe he is very sorry. I don't know him well enough. Hang on, hold up real but quick. But like, he... Uh, the chief said authorities have heard rumors of people injecting people with drugs at the show. That's a common thing that happens at concerts and raves. And bars. Yeah, and bars. I mean, oh god. But yeah, apparently that so, is a result of possible death, according to this. This is a mess. Wow. It's it's gonna be a big mess, and like maybe he's sorry, maybe he's sad. Maybe some good will like, come out of this. Like taking all of that out, I do hope something good comes from this and things like change or whatever. But like he still had a responsibility. For to sure. the people who come to his show. And so for that reason, I think he should have done a bit more. Mm-hmm. If he if he was aware of the situation and if he was seeing what was happening. So like I don't know if it was there was pressure on the crew and on him to keep going because this was recorded for Apple TV. That or means what. Apple TV picked all of this up. So, you know, who knows? But yeah, there's been a lot going on in, like, the Hollywood world. Always is. We talked about the Alec Baldwin thing, We did thing, talk right? about the Al- Did we talk about that on here? I think we did. I feel like it may have happened... Outside of this. Uh, between between um, episodes. So if we did or didn't, let us know. We're on Twitter now. We're nope, on Twitter I'm scared. now. Um... So let us know, and if you want to hear us talk about Alec Baldwin as someone who knows the industry a bit more and has worked on mm-hmm. student sets, so I know how a set works, um, yeah, I can give some insight. I don't know very much about the situation because I'm not on there, but I know like the basics things and- that are probably not being talked about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, hit us up on Instagram or on Twitter if you want to hear the rest of that. But now we're going to switch gears and we're going (laughs) 
to talk about whatever Ella's talking 20 about 20 minutes today. into the episode. Today's episode is on the Flannan Lighthouse disappearances. Do you know what those are? Ooh, no, but I'm excited. I love a lighthouse. I do love a good lighthouse. Is this borderline alien? Um, could be. Is it a theory? Is aliens a theory? It is a theory. So we've gotten close to aliens. Yeah, we, we told you guys that we don't aliens do aliens a couple of times <laughs> in this, but um, I mean, people think aliens have done everything. True. I mean, I think we did touch a bit on aliens in terms of the Dyatlov Pass. Yeah, we touched aliens there, and then we also had the alien, like, uh, crazy, um... Oh, yeah. yeah. In that episode, Ali- you did. The, the, the Valentine's Day Snapped episode, which was super fun <laughs> if you haven't listened to it. It's Go a, listen to it's it. It's one. so wild. It's a good one. So, yeah, we're never gonna do an episode outright about aliens, probably, because we don't really care. Um, but we'll talk about it if it comes up. Yeah, you know, it, it's here and there. Every once in a while. Um, but yes. Okay. Do you do you know what happened at the Planet Isles? Because I sure hope not. No. Cool. I don't. Okay. I told you, I'm like, it seems like you've been in the UK for a while, though. At least we're not in England. So the Planet Isles, uh, the Planet Isles Lighthouse specifically, is on the western coast of Scotland. Um, Sweet. Right? And the uh, Eileen Moore... Uh, like aisles and cliff sides of the rocky coast. Um, okay, it's at that the highest point, so it gets a lot colder up there. Uh, lots of storms, easy, easy, not fun winters. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. We're off to a good start. Meaning, there's a lot of storms and In fog, so there's a yeah. need for a lighthouse. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, the. I like fog. <laughs> I like fog too. It's been really foggy recently. Uh, it has been very foggy so recently. Fun. I used to live in San Francisco, Where so the fog, is, fog is a dear named. friend of mine. <laughs> the fog is named Carl. Carl in in the Bay Area, and it is fantastic. So I love fog. I hope there's fog where I'm moving. Probably because I'll miss it. I'll miss mm-hmm. it. I don't know. Um, so the Flannan Isles is pretty much under the radar in terms of, like, worldwide news. It is most well-known for their disappearances in the early 1900s for the three lighthouse keepers, because there were three of them that were at manning this lighthouse. Um. And then they vanished? And then they disappeared. I'm gonna straight up like guess right away. Mermaids, or like selkies, Sirens like one of them the into the water, killed them on cliffs. Or they were out there long enough. They developed a friendship, and they were like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck this planet. I'm gonna go underwater. I don't <laughs> know. Go fucking live in Atlantis now. Bye, bitches. <laughs> if they do live in Atlantis, like I don't <laughs> we fucking don't know. know. We don't, I want to know. I'm thinking of, they're just who wouldn't want to live down in the water. I mean. Who wouldn't want to live under the sea? Probably <laughs> Ella, but I would like to. I feel like if I had the ability to control my surroundings under the water, like if I could make sure I could breathe, I think I'd be okay with it. No, I don't think you probably would be okay not. with it. 
No, because like it, you you know, like you're gonna be underwater, and like sure you can like swim and you can breathe, but like that doesn't mean there isn't still stuff out there trying to eat and kill you. I mean, and also there's is that wrong? You're gonna be that one mermaid that like goes to the drop off and is like, no, <laughs> I would survive I'm not diving Nemo. Down okay, there. I would survive Finding Nemo. Live through that movie. Never leave the reef. You would have got. I'm. You would not have gone out to touch exactly. the Exactly. I would have lived through that movie. Okay. You would have just grown up to become a tiny marlin. A tiny marlin. I mean, technically, <laughs> the wife died in the reef, too, so it's not, like, the safest place. Yeah. Avoid barracudas. Exactly. Always avoid the barracudas. Um, mm-hmm. anyways. Continuing. This is gonna be... So yeah, I just want to put it in now that I think it's either a mermaid, a selkie, or a siren of some sort. Amazing. Or a very big, scary octopus. <laughs> or a very scary octopus. I'm afraid of octopus. They're so smart. They're so smart. <sighs> we love the ocean Octopus episode. and squid? That's what I'm afraid of. Like, I love sharks. You guys have heard me talk about sharks and rant about sharks. I'm afraid of octopus, and I don't think enough people are afraid of octopus. That's why the Kraken is probably one of the scariest things to me, because that fucker's real smart. That is, and it's big, Mm -hmm. and it has eight arms and, like, suckers that you can't get, and and pictures. And giant fucking Like, have you ever, like... That's what I'm saying. You guys don't like spiders. And, like, combine a spider with, like, a fucking... What are the birds called that attack you? Uh, <laughs> fuck, they're in Australia. Uh, Aussies help me. What are they called? We know you're um, listening. What are they called? No, 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 no. What are they called? They, they, they like dive. They like attack people's bike helmets because they don't like the colors of them. I don't remember, but I know um, what you're talking about. We're doing super hot with just, names today. My, you know what? It's it's a Monday. I have so many tabs open in my brain because I'm moving. <laughs> Let me just see. Mean Aussie. <laughs> Aussie bird. Mm, nope. It's showing me uh, a magpie. Fucking a magpie. <laughs> Alexa's got a vendetta against magpies, okay. apparently. No, I just am scared of them. Like, I don't want to fuck with a magpie. That's fair. No, thank you. But, like, you combine a tarantula because, you know, Pinchers and eight legs with a magpie, you've got to crack it. Yeah. I don't... Put it in the water where you can't I don't, see shit. Make it super big. I don't... Don't want it. Don't want it. Don't thank you. That is probably the thing that I fear the most about the ocean. No thank you. Yeah, Kraken, very underrated in terms of evil things that will kill you in mythology. No. No thank you. Scared. Very scared. Okay. <laughs> Going forward... Um, okay. Uh, the first record that something was wrong on the Flannan Isles was on the 15th of December in the 1900s. Um, when... 1900 or the 1900s? In 1900. In December. Okay, so August 15th. December 15th. Yeah. Like I said, hard winters. Easy hard winters. Harsh winters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. The streamer, the Arctur... Uh, was on passage from Philadelphia to the western coast and noted um, in its ship logs that the lighthouse was non-operational. Uh, 
Um, and you, you know, would notice that in poor winter weather conditions because you don't want to hit those rocks. It can be deadly. Very much so. It can be deadly. Um, do, 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 do. When the ship docked on uh, December 18th, uh, the ship log was passed on to the Northern Lighthouse Board and a relief vessel was sent to the Isles uh, to, like, make sure everything was okay. And when it's planned. Okay. Um, the Because of the poor weather conditions, the relief vessel was not able to leave until December 20th. So it's been five days at this point that nobody's heard from the people on the lighthouse. Uh, the lighthouse... I mean, he could be very dead. Mm-hmm. And it didn't reach the island until the 26th. So it's been 11 days since this lighthouse has been non-operational. There wasn't, like, a carriage... That could drive out there. There wasn't like a dog sled. It had to that be could a boat. get there faster than a boat. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, okay. I'm listening. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the relief vessel wasn't able to make it out un- to the aisle until December 26th. So it's been 11 days with this non-operational lighthouse in the middle of December in Scotland. Wow. Uh, the lighthouse's man. I feel like there should have been a higher priority because of the fact that like ships come boats and go. need to come mm-hmm. in. Yeah, yeah, and it's a pretty popular area of Scotland too, so it's not really something you would feel like people would miss. Well, I think especially in the 1900s, because I believe it was the Scots who, or maybe it was the Irish who built. The Titanic, and so like a lot of cruise mm-hmm. liners and steamers were going into that yeah, area. Yeah, there was a lot of traveling happening in that area, but it took them eleven days to get out there. The lighthouse was manned by three men: James Ducat, Thomas Marshall, and Donald MacArthur. Um, three people. Three people. Okay. And there was a rotating hmm. fourth man who uh, would go back and forth as like a relief person when one of them needed to leave. Okay. So they would do like six month shifts at a time or something like that. Uh, but he was on the shore at this point and wasn't a problem. Uh, on arrival. I will say. Hmm? I will say. It's very, very interesting how like we made so many jobs for men that like we're like, you just go over there for, like, a long time. Yeah, we'll need you eventually, but women, yeah. mm, they don't get yeah. to work. So, like, I want to know if it was, like, men who were like, you know what? I'm going to go work all the way over here, and you know what? It's too it's too wet. It's too cold. You stay here with the kids. Or if it was, like, the wife that was like, you know what? Get out of my house. I think you need to go on a vacation over there to that job. <laughs> like... Who made these things? Like, it's very strange to me that it's just, like, we had so many jobs that were like, you know what, man? Man who can work because I am a fickle woman who has no rights. You go all the way over there and just send all the money back. And the fact that there were three men on this lighthouse when normally there's only one is... I usually thought it was, like, a man and his wife. Like the Scooby Doo cartoon, you know. We are basing Captain all of our Cutler information and... off of the Scooby Doo cartoons. <laughs> We've brought it up in so many episodes at this point. 
got the creeper and the jeeper creeper episodes like we're just keeping them coming i know it's been a very scooby-doo fo- you know what fuck it i'll do moonscar island it's fine we'll talk about it i'll look up cat deities fuck yeah we can do that absolutely <laughs> Hex girls, you know, whatever. I got it. I, I, I'll just go through all of the, the. I'll find a scary cyber chase related story for all of you. I'll just keep going through all the animated exactly. movies and I'll find some cases. Episode movie by movie, and we're like, you know what? I know a case that we could base this off of, and then we go find that case. You know what? It's time to rebrand our title. It's called Nope, I'm Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> I got Josh with that one. <laughs> Baby, you gotta rework the banner. <laughs> Shit, scrap it. <laughs> gotta do it again. Yeah, cut it. Stars. Can't do it. <laughs> Not today. Not today. It is very strange. So are we to assume that three men went missing all at the same time? Because I thought you were going to tell me that one man was out there, went missing, they put a new man out there, he went missing, and they put a new man out there, and then that one went no, missing. No, three men went missing. Because you could... Because you could easily explain that maybe all of them went out to, like, work on the light and then, like, got swept up in the water and pulled out to sea. But the fact that three of them went missing at the same time, suspicious. Mm-hmm. Very suspect. That's why people think aliens. Um, I don't know about aliens. Who the fuck alien cares about a lighthouse? For real. To be completely honest, what alien cares about humans? Like, I just don't. Like, humans don't even care other humans. humans. Yeah, they're probably just watching us going, those fucking idiots, and then going on to somewhere else. Those, they think that we want to study them? What the <laughs> fuck are they <laughs> yeah, talking about? Yeah, they think we're about? the most highly intelligent people out there? <laughs> if aliens want to study us, it's the way that we want to know what goes on in psychopaths' brains <laughs> and serial killers, where we're just like, why did they do this? Yeah, they're like, why are they all murdering each other? <laughs> Why are they killing their planet? They know they live on it, right? <laughs> yeah. And they have... And, like, for people who are, like, really trying to kill their planet, they're not even, like, investing in, like, off-world living at all. No, they're just... But, they, okay. Off, off, like, planet hotels, but that's not sustainable. You know, where is the Wally cruise ship that, like, <laughs> they made? <laughs> yeah, I imagine all the aliens were watching Wally as it came out and just taking notes. They're like, oh, okay, this is what these people think. Ah, I see. They're gonna do that. <laughs> They're all going to be big blobfish that live in the sea on these floating desks and drinking smoothies. Yes, where we do nothing all of the time. Smoothies that taste like hamburger. <laughs> it's all run by technology. <laughs> Um, and then a weird spin <laughs> dial will take over the ship. They, you know, God's Wow, words. this is a very off-track episode. We, we've hit aliens, <laughs> we've hit Scooby-Doo. We're doing great. You guys, I'm sorry. Bear with us, because it's been a long month. Yeah. And a long month. <laughs> it's been a long month and a long month. We needed this. We're doing good. Because today was relatively fine for me, but for you it was not so great. Oh, it's been a day. Um, okay. Okay, so they get there. They get there. The crew, uh, the relief team is there. The, uh, the relief team found no one on the island, which, you know, you would expect with the island being in operation and not, uh, you get my point. Uh, 
That there would be people. That there, there was no people. Uh, the Flagstaff had no flag. All of the usual provision boxes have been left on the landing stage for restocking. Um, and, yeah, and none of the lighthouse keepers were there when the relief team showed up. So they're like, they didn't take their food. They didn't raise the flag. Where the fuck are they? As one does. Okay, so I don't know this about lighthouses, but, like, do you take down the flag every night the way that we do in America? I believe so, yes. I think it's like um, a signal to show people that you know that they're coming kind of thing. Okay, because then I'm like, would you leave the flag up the whole time? Because then that would make it seem like they never really set up for that time that they were out there. Because mm-hmm. they didn't grab the food and they didn't put up. So, like, if you put up the flag when you get there and then you, like, leave it up the whole time, that makes sense. But if you, like, take it down every night, then it could be any day. Yeah, I mean, with that weather, I would assume that they would take it down every night because that would easily get, you know, blown off into Ripped the wind. Apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they found nothing and all of their food was there, which is, you know, not what you would expect. Uh, no, not at all. Not at all. Jim Harvey, the captain of the Hesperus, which was the relief team, um, attempted to reach them by blowing the ship's whistle while firing a flare, but nobody responded, obviously. Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. Um, a boat was launched and Joseph Moore, the relief keeper, was put ashore alone, so now there is one person on the island. Um... Creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh, that would be a good movie. Well, one man alone on the island that has a lighthouse. That'd be fun. Okay, <laughs> stop. It's fine. No, I'm okay. Just keep, it, keep it in there. We'll come back to that later. Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Joseph Moore found the entrance gate to the compound and the main door both closed and locked. Uh, the beds were unmade and the. Wait, wait, say that again. Joseph Moore, the one man who's on the island now, is, like, taking stock of everything and making sure, trying to figure out what happened, basically. Um, Yeah, I need all the clues. He found the entrance gate to the compound and the main door, both closed and locked. Uh, From the inside? I believe it would have to be from the inside, yeah, at least the main door. And one would assume the gate, too. Um, The beds were all unmade. And the clocks were all stopped. I don't know if they were stopped at the same time, but they were all stopped. Well, I do think back then you had to wind your clock every day. I don't know anything about 1900s clocks. It looks like 1945 is when we got the first automatic clock. So I believe then what you would have had to do is like every morning you would have to like wind your clock so that it would like the gears would turn. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, to make the time. And so every morning you'd have to go out and set rewind clock, your yeah. clock for the day and reset Which it. Which just further proves so that no there was one had no been one doing do it, it, it would have... Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Returning to the landing stage with, you know, no updates on anything, um, he went back to the lighthouse, like he left the lighthouse, told people the news, went back to the lighthouse with the second mate and a seaman, so now there's three people there. Um, and okay. further research revealed that the lamps had been cleaned and refilled. 
A set of oil skins were found, suggesting that one of the keepers left the lighthouse without them. Um, and there was okay. no sign of anyone. Like, no bodies, no active people, no signs of people being on the island. They were just gone. Hmm. Um, so by that point, people would assume that if they had died by, like, ocean waves, they would have washed back onto shore. And people would have found bodies, or at least body parts, or, like, clothes that were on them, anything. Um, hard to say, because of, depending on how bad the storm was and the current, well, they could have gotten dragged. Well, because we're also talking about people who have been, like, manning this lighthouse for years, like, decades. They knew what they were doing, and you would assume that they, you know three of them would manage Yeah, I'm not saying that they wouldn't know what to do. I don't know, like, I don't know all of how you do upkeep on a lighthouse, but, like, you know, you have to climb up the side of it, or sometimes there's, like, a stairwell inside the lighthouse. So I don't know why you would have all had to be outside doing things. I believe this one did have stairways inside to get up to the top. So then, like, it's not even like they all had to be on the outside of the very top of the lighthouse where they could have easily been blown away, thrown off by mm-hmm. wind, sucked up by water, and then, like, carried out to sea. But that's what I'm saying. If they all did end up getting thrown off by wind, carried up by water, and taken out to sea, like, you wouldn't necessarily find their bodies because the currents could have shifted, especially if you assume that the current would have been affected by the storm. So then after the storm passes, the current would have gone back to normal and they could have ended up in a completely different place than where you think you would have. Yeah. And also we know that Um, there was a really bad storm because of how long it took the relief team to get out there to the aisles. That as well too. Like it took also 11 days. So even if you want to say that they had been like just thrown back onto the same shore that they had been taken from, they, would look very different and then with 11 days they'd be very bloated water um tends to speed up decomposition so there could be even more of that going on and then if you just take it maybe they like were thrown against the rocks you have to take into effect animals being around and eating things and crime investigations back then were not the best so i don't know that they would have been like specifically looking for bones and stuff like i don't know if they would have been checking all of the rock beds and the tide pools these guys seemed really thorough in because these guys aren't the police these guys are like certified lighthouse workers at least one of them was no no i know but i just mean like i don't know that they would have necessarily thought to check like investigation all along the rocky Mm -hmm. quote yeah like, it seems like they're definitely doing a thorough investigation of the lighthouse. And, like, obviously you assume that these people, being seasoned lighthouse people, wouldn't know what they're doing. And you would report all of that stuff. But in terms of them being, like, well, let's track the storm. And, like, how did that go? Like, I don't know that, one, they would have had the technology. And, two, I don't know that they would have had the foresight to think all of these things. Yeah, for sure. Um so, Moore stayed on the island with three volunteers and uh, the crew of the uh, Hersperus went back and, you know, told the lighthouse board on December 26th, so this all happened on the 26th, um, 
stating that a dreadful accident has happened at the Flannins. The three keepers, Ducat, Marshall, and the Occasional, have disappeared from the island. The clocks were stopped, and the signs indicated that the accident must have happened about a week ago. Poor fellows, they must have blown over the cliffs or drowned trying to secure a crane. All very likely possibilities. Yeah, no, these sound like really. I'm wondering people. how they exactly got the clock. Maybe that's how long um, the gears lasted. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe it was with the rations and everything, like the ration delivery and whatnot. Yeah, I'm a little curious at how they found, like, the time. Mm-hmm. But sounds good. They, they did somehow, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. On Island Moor, the men scoured every corner of the island for clues as to the fate of the keepers. Um, they found that everything was intact at the east landing, but at the west landing, uh, there was a lot of damage caused by the recent storms that had been happening. Um, a box that was 108 feet above sea level had been broken, and its contents were just kind of, like, thrown about. There were iron railings, um... That were, like, bent over, like, how shit was when we had that windstorm a couple years back. Like, bent railings. Um, Hmm. Okay. The iron railway uh, that, like, lined the path was wrenched out of the concrete. Which is fucking wild. It's a very bad storm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a rock weighing more than a ton had been displaced. Uh... On top of the cliff, more than 200 feet above sea level, the turf had been ripped away as far as uh, 33 feet from the cliff edge. So whatever took that side of the island down did a really good job. I mean... I mean, Scotland gets a lot of rain, so like, Scotland gets it's a large possibility... So, like, there's a large chance that, like, the ground was saturated and it just was the perfect conditions for a landslide. That's how we get coastline. It erodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I'm trying I'm trying to stay logical with all but of you're this just stuff like, because large mermaids. I don't think, I, I don't think it's mermaids with all of that. Like, I think it would be either the storm or a kraken yeah. at this point because it's like something would have had to like rip things out of the ground and like if they had just like showed up and everything was like it looked like they had been like cooking a meal and like someone was playing poker by the fire and then like they were just gone that's when I'm like yeah something came to the door and like was like come with me and they were like okay um I mean, they did find shit that made it look like these people were just going throughout their daily lives. Like, the oil skins and the fact that all of their beds were thrown about and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the fact that their beds weren't made could suggest that, like, maybe in the middle of the night, the light went out or something and, like, or just the storm got really bad so they all, like, rushed out of bed to deal with it and then, like, got the storm took them too like i don't know maybe they were all on that railing and like it just took them all out with it yeah maybe don't know you don't know um don't know yeah wild 
On December 29th, Robert Muirhead, a Northern Lighthouse Board superintendent, arrived to conduct an official investigation into the incident. Um, okay. He... Oh, sorry. Uh, he was the one that originally recruited all of the three men that were on the lighthouse uh, and knew them personally. Like, they were friends. They were bros. So he felt personally responsible for figuring this out. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay. He examined fucking everything. He looked at the clothes left behind in the lighthouse and concluded that Duckett Marshall, Duckett and Marshall had gone down to the western landing stage and that MacArthur, who was the occasional, um, who was on at the time, who switched out, uh, had left the lighthouse during heavy rain uh, in his shirt sleeves. <clears throat> uh, he noted that whoever left the light last unattended was in breach of the National Lighthouse Board rules. He also noted that some of the damage to the west landing was difficult to believe unless actually seen, which means it was just that bad. Um, yeah, I mean, that's still, like, leading me towards just, like, maybe a hurricane rip through there or something, because me and Josh were on Disney Plus, Disney Plus. the other day, and we found this, like, Storm Chaser show, which you know that I love. We do love those. Because apparently I'm a 50-year-old man. <laughs> um, <laughs> Reading true like, crime books, watching that, like, Storm Chasers, you know. I don't know. I like everything I watch. Josh will be like, my dad really likes this. And I'm just like, apparently I am a 50 year old <laughs> man because I like storm chasers and I like car crash videos and I like r slash and I'm just I'm just an old 50 year old man who wants to sit on his recliner and fall asleep to TV. He's not watching. Mm hmm. But so anyway, Nature is fucking crazy. Yeah. And, like, storms, you don't know all that they can Until do. Until you, like, live through it and you see one. Like, yeah, like, it's so hard to, like, everyone's like, well, you know what tornado damage looks mm -hmm. like. But you've never, like, walked into the direct path of one. Like, I haven't been on the ground and stared at it, and it is just something that is immense. Mm -hmm. It's immense, and there's, you can't know. So, like, it could very, very well be uh, a hurricane went by there, and nobody was expecting a hurricane. This is why the Titans you know, and Hercules know. were so powerful. <laughs> yeah, or Hercules was here fighting the Kraken, and that's what happened. I don't know. <laughs> Greek mythology. Um, uh, doo -doo -doo, where was I? From evidence which I was able to procure, what uh, was satisfied that the men had been on duty till dinner time on Saturday of the 15th of December, uh, that they had gone down to secure a box in which the mooring ropes, landing ropes, etc., like their storage stuff was kept. Um, okay. And that was secured in a crevice in a rock about 110 feet above sea level. Uh, and that an extra large fucking giant wave hit the side of the rock and took at least one of them down. Um, doing all of that damage to the western edge. Impossible. I mean, there were 
there are waves that get over 100 feet on this aisle recorded in the past. No, totally believe that. My question is that, like, how is it, like, it seems strange to, I guess, like, because then it just becomes, like, I feel like either this would have had to be a thing where they all got dragged out together, or it doesn't make sense for them to see one man get dragged out and then not be like, we need to go back to safety. So, like, that's where my thing is. So, like, it's like either they all ended up getting taken out together, but, like, the whole thought, like, it took one guy and they get all of them are still missing just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody knows what happened to the families of the Keepers. Uh, Duket left a wife and four children. Uh, MacArthur had a wife okay. and two children, and we don't know about the, the third one, unfortunately. Interesting. About his family. Uh, no bodies were ever found, but there have some mysterious sites resulting in uh, fascinated national speculation throughout. Do tell. Uh, let's see. Uh, implausible stories ensued, such as a sea serpent had carried the men away. Uh, they had arranged for a ship to take them away and start new lives. Uh, they had been... No. <laughs> they'd been abducted by foreign spies. No. Uh, no. They met their fate through a malevolent presence of a boat filled with ghosts. Maybe I love a ghost ship. We do love a ghost ship. The baleful influence of the Phantom of the Seven Hunters was widely speculated locally. Which I didn't get any information. What is that? I didn't get any ma- information on it, but apparently it's a ghost ship that people think lives on the western edge of Scotland called the Phantom of the Seven Hunters. That is amazing. <laughs> I need to know more about this right now. More than ten years later, the events were still being speculated on. Uh, and the 1912 Ballad of the Flannan Isle by Wilfred Wilson Gib- Gibson uh refers to an overturned chair and uneaten meal laid out on the table, indicating that the keepers had been suddenly disturbed. So we don't know if that is something that was made up, or if that was something that was documented. I also think that it's very possible that the lore and the legend, like, ran with itself. Well, also, because that's what happens. Yeah, it's the early 1900s. Science is humans- evolved, like... And all humans want to believe that something more happened. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what's... I mean, it's What's fun. the recent thing? A Robert Johnson legend with the hellhounds. Mm-hmm. Like, we all want to believe that that's what happened, but There's largely it's, it. just, mm-hmm. it's just that he probably died of alcoholism and poison and that there was just more meaning in his songs than, like, the, the, the spookiness. Mm-hmm. We love a good spooky, though. But we all want to believe that, so it keeps getting told. I mean, that's what we're doing here, isn't it? Talking about spooky shit? Yeah. We love the, we love spooky, and we love paranormal, and we love to, like, know that there's, like, more going on there. But, like, no. They did not get in a boat <laughs> and, like, leave their, flee their lives. And their children and... They had already fled their lives. They were far away also, from their wife the and their children. Of These men know better than to leave in the middle of the fucking winter. Yeah, 
I'm sorry. And it took 11 days for a different boat to get out there. Like, no. <laughs> and I, they didn't get taken by spies. <laughs> um, No. So, yeah, that... The serpent, maybe. Yeah. It's supposed to be... The sea serpent from the Norse legends is supposed to be around there, as far as I know. I so, think so, because yeah, there definitely could have been... Definitely could have been a sea serpent. Or a kraken. Could definitely have or been a kraken. erosion from a really bad storm. <laughs> could be that too. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that play fucked a lot of people over in terms of what to believe. But in a first-hand account made by Moore, uh, who was the man on the scene... Uh, stated that the kitchen utensils were all left very clean, which said it was after dinner time that these men disappeared. So that's not really a thing, but people think it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Over time, a story developed of the existence of unusual logbook entries uh, that, sup- mm-hmm. that supposedly have Marshall saying on the 12th of December that there were Severe winds, uh, the likes of which I have never seen before in 20 years. He also reported that Duckett had been very quiet and MacArthur had been crying. Uh, MacArthur was a veteran mariner with a reputation for brawling. Um, and, you know, it's the 1900s, so men don't show emotions. Uh, mm-hmm. Also Scotland. Especially not Irish and Scotsmen. Yeah. So, bury the boy. Bury the boy. <laughs> Okay, so MacArthur had been crying. Interesting. Log entries on the 13th of December were said to have stated that the storm was still raging and that all three men had been praying for their safety. Um, All three men were experienced lighthouse keepers and knew that they were in a secure structure 150 feet above sea level and they all would have known that they were completely safe inside this building. And when that relief boat showed up, there was no damage done to the actual structure of the lighthouse. Um, yeah, okay. And, like, the fact that this guy hadn't seen wind like that in 20 years, climate change was not nearly as bad back then. It started, it started around that time, but they wouldn't be seeing any effects of it. So hurricanes would have come much more spaced apart. So very much possible that there just hadn't been that big of a hurricane in that amount of time. It also said that there were no reported storms in the area, the 12th, the 13th, or the 14th. So there were no no storms. storms. It just showed up on the 5th. So they were in a storm that no one else was getting. I assume that because this... they said there were winds and there was a storm, mm-hmm. but there was no other. Not no the, one else had storms. Not the twelfth, the thirteenth, and the fourteenth. But they were writing about storms on the thirteenth. On, on the fifteenth, and uh, is when the first boat came by and saw that the lighthouse was non-operational. Was the fifteenth? So a storm would have. Yeah, but you said in the log books they were writing about storms. Yes. So they were experiencing storms, but there were no storms reported. Yes. That's very interesting. Um, And the final log entry that was said to have been made the 15th of December, uh, saying the storm ended, the sea is calm, God is overall. Um, okay. And that was said to have been written the morning of the 15th. Um, an investigation mm-hmm. made by Mike Dash for the Fort Fortin... I think fortune times uh, revealed that the logbooks were fictional. Later additions to the story. 
because nothing is clear okay. in this at all. Um, so those are all trash. Mm-hmm. So then were there storms reported on the 12th, the 13th, and the 14th? Out there, we don't really know because it was a bit of a boat trip away, but it's likely seeing all that kind of, like, structural damage to the island. Um, also, you know, the weather and all that. Uh, where there had to have been a storm. Even if there was more going on, there had to have been a storm. Like, if there was no storms reported, then, like, yeah, how on earth do you explain all of that damage? Mm-hmm. Um, and many different researchers over the years have taken account the geography of the island, uh, which is full of, like, narrow canals, and the West Landing, um... is, like, filled with different kind of caves. Uh, And in high seas or storms, the water would rush into a cave and then explode out again with considerable force. Um, And it's pretty well seen that, like, that is what happened with the western side, is that it went into a cave and then shot back out up against the side of the island. Mm. And that they, like, went down there to try and secure their shit after this giant wave came, and they were all just swept away with the water. Could be. Let's see. Could what be. What else do I got? Um, recent research by James Love discovered that Marshall was previously fined five shillings when his equipment was washed away during a huge storm. Uh, and it seems likely that because he didn't want to get find again because lighthouse workers don't make a whole ton of money um Mm -hmm. it seems likely that they tried to get out there and secure their shit before another wave came uh but they didn't that is something i wondered yeah uh nobody knows what happened to MacArthur though because he stayed behind in the lighthouse to keep it operational um and he tried to warn his colleagues, like, don't do this, it's not worth it. But they went out there anyways. Um, he... This theory also has the advantages of explaining that the set of oil skins remaining indoors and MacArthur's coat remaining on the peg uh, shows that he didn't fucking go anywhere, that he stayed in the lighthouse. Um... Another theory Hmm. based on the first-hand experiences of Walter Adelbert, um, a keeper of one of the islands from 53 to 57, 1953 to 1957. Okay. Uh, He believed that one man had been washed away into the sea, but nobody knew what happened to the other two men, and the other two kind of just disappeared. So everyone's pretty sure that uh, Duckett washed away by a wave, nothing's really sure on the other two. Um, Mm. But the last theory, other than what we have talked about, is um, more psychology-based on studies of people, like, looking back on this. Allegedly, MacArthur was kind of a violent character, um, and people thought... I was wondering, because you said he was a veteran, so I wonder if he was struggling with PTSD... Probably. Or something like that. Yeah, so people thought there was a fight breaking out on the West Landing uh, that caused them to tip over the side and, like, hit the rocks. Um, And then another theory is that one of the men went insane and murdered the other two. And then just jumped off the side of the island. 
Um, that has a lot of questions mm-hmm. because of the fact that all of them were missing, and that that you know the whole like him getting washed out to sea, and then one guy killing the other, and then himself, and then or this and the theory that one guy goes crazy and kills both of them, and then disappears doesn't explain the damage to the island. Mm-hmm. It's it's just like one of those um one of those things where it's like the Diala Pass where it's like sure those things could make sense but then like not this part. Yeah. Because you don't have like all of the other things to yeah, say. Yeah, it's like about a puzzle it. but you're missing pieces here and there and you can't quite put it together. Like, yeah. you know what the picture is so, supposed like, to look Mac- like, but you don't know exactly what it is. Like, I could see MacArthur staying behind, and then if the two men got washed out to sea, he could have gotten into a depressive state because he seemed like he was already there because, in, although you said those logbooks were fake because it was like, he's crying mm-hmm. or whatever. Um... But so, like, if that's the case, and if he's a veteran suffering PTSD, he may not take very well to being alone on the lighthouse. But mm-hmm. then, if he jumped onto the jumped into the water much later, it would have made sense that they would have at least found his body. But they found no. Yeah, one. they found no one and nothing. They didn't find any of the belongings that were on them either. So, and then the case of it being, like, if there were storms reported, I could have easily seen perhaps someone's, um, someone's things did get washed out or something got washed out or whatever. Like, um, and let's say they tied them all together to make sure that it was secure. Like, they strapped a line to all of them. And they all got picked up by some wind or a wave and just got like, whoop. Mm -hmm. But do not know. No one knows. This remains a mystery that not a lot of people know about. Um, I'm going to still go with Kraken. Yeah. Or Hurricane. Mm Mm-hmm. The two most viable options. One of of the other. One of those things happened. Mm -hmm. Either a Kraken or a Hurricane. (laughs) Both equally as real and <laughs> meritable in this yeah, both system totally of both equally as likely, <laughs> you know, both completely valid reasonings, completely possible, um, completely approved by scientists. Uh, yeah, so either a hurricane or a kraken. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are my. Those are my findings. Um, or it was, <laughs> or it was a kraken got two of them and then sent the mermaid after the <laughs> they last together, one to they get got them like all. An association. They're like, sorry, I only got two of them. Like, ooh, <laughs> my bad. Or, 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 <laughs> or. It was originally Ursula in her final form, yes. and mm-hmm. then she missed one, turned into Vanessa, and then went to get the last yeah, one. Yeah, she was like, oh shit, I gotta go back. <sighs> he needs a little a little more sweet talking. <laughs> yeah, MacArthur was like, no, I'm not gonna go out there and get eaten by sea monsters. 
And so then they were like, how about this beautiful brown-haired lass? That just showed up out of nowhere. Yeah, in a white dress. Not scary at all, with a magical glowing shell After necklace. After two of your crewmates are also missing. <laughs> so, so, you know, we'll never, I guess we'll, we'll never, never know. know. But I'm solidly on this uh, Ursula Our train Our most now. plausible theory yet on this entire <laughs> show. Oh, man. But that was fun. I love mysteries. Like, uh, it's so frustrating because I want to be able to figure it I out. I know. But, like, I all. I also love a mystery because then I get to play with it. Yeah, exactly. And then we get Ursula and Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. It's a full star-studded event right here. Exactly. We're just bringing them all in. Okay. All of them. All right. Should we tell them the things? Um, yeah. So also we need to update that we will not have an episode next week. We had planned on doing stockpiling and that just and has we not never worked did out it. because we've been so busy. Well, my, my work has kept me very busy in these last couple weeks that I've had before moving and it just, our schedules never lined up in time to do both mm-hmm. research and recording. And so this will be our last one. And then, so we're just going to say we're taking a break from my birthday and we'll record probably up there because Ella will come with me. So we'll, yeah. hopefully we can schedule a thing. And so you'll get an episode the next week. Mm-hmm. And then we are still in discussion and for the December live stream as well. So hopefully we have our YouTube channel up and running by then. I'm feeling less optimistic about it. Um, because I would need to figure out cameras and stuff, but either way, you're still going to get the episode that we would have live streamed regardless. It just may be that it doesn't get live streamed and we just do everything we can to be a part of it next year. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And we do other live shows in other ways. Of course we will. That sounds like a lot of fun. Okay, um... So with that, let's tell them the things. Alrighty, you can find us on Instagram at nope underscore I'm underscore scared. Follow us, like us, shoot us a DM. We're always happy to chat with you guys. And then the new thing. And you can find us on Twitter at nope I'm scared. We have one tweet that I put out the day I made the account, and nothing since. But there will be one tomorrow. Yeah, so. Yeah, follow us. So go, um. Yeah, follow us, interact with us there, and um, let us know what you think. Also, what was I going to say? I figured out what magpies were, so... Um, we got Brett Young, we got magpies. Yeah. Uh, what else were we talking about? Aliens? Scooby-Doo? No, I don't remember. Wally? There was a lot that's happened. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, if we asked a question on this episode that we don't remember anymore... Let us know the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so then, yeah. And if you want to send us any of your personal stories, feedback, or suggestions, you can write us an email at nopeimscaredpodcast at gmail.com. Heck yeah, you can. All right. So I think that is it. It It was so nice to have you guys here for this crazy pot thing. Heck yeah. Um, And... Yeah. I hope you have a spooky day. Have a terrified Tuesday. Bye bye.